Support for Rule Breaker Investing comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home plays a big role in your life. That's why Quicken Loans created Rocket Mortgage. It lets you apply simply and understand the entire mortgage process fully so you can be confident that you're getting the right mortgage for you. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash fool. It's the Rule Breaker Investing Podcast with Motley Fool co-founder David Gardner. Welcome back to Rule Breaker Investing. We're taping this one a week ahead of time because I am at the beach. My good friend Matt Argusinger, who joins with me today. Matt, next week, this week, next week, this week, are you at HQ? Are you at the beach? I'm at HQ. I'm I'm going on vacation in a couple weeks, but I'll be here next week. Excellent. Okay, good. And next week is this week. I realize it's all a little confusing and I'm not helping with my language, but my point is, I'm technically away right now as you listen, but Matt and I wanted to tape this podcast for you before. I left because every week we always have a new Rule Breaker podcast that goes for summer vacations, holiday breaks, etc. And Matt, we thought let's do something fun today, right? Because it's it's summer. It is summer. Let's, yeah, let's do it. You're in a Thanks t-shirt and shorts. It's a <laughs> delight to have you. Like you were dressed for summer. I'm not quite as well dressed for summer as I should be. But we were talking about what to do for the show this week, and I thought let's play a game. And I shared with you the concept of the game, and you willingly put your hat forward, your belled. Maybe even bejeweled jester cap forward, Matt. You said you'd play. I said I'd play. I love a good game. Love a good game. And in this case, we're going to make this our first ever game show on Rule Breaker Investing. So you're going to be playing your opponent, is not me, because I'll be playing the role basically of Alex Trebek with no real accountability and no clear (laughs) sense of whether I would have been right or wrong in these questions myself. I'm just a reader. Uh, You're going to be playing against you, you, whoever you are, dear listener. In the United States of America, halfway across the world, whatever time you're listening to this, you're going to play this game with us too. And you can score yourself against Matt. And if you like, at the end, you can go onto Twitter or social media and tweet out, I beat Matt, I lost to Matt. Maybe that that's a unique hashtag for this week only. Hashtag I beat Matt. Hashtag I lost. I think I want to see a lot more hashtag I beat Matt. We'll see, Matt. We'll see. I'm, you're a ringer, so we'll see. All right. Well, let's talk now briefly about what this game is. So, this is the market cap game. And this is a game that I play informally um, by myself. I sometimes play it with my friends or shout across the water cooler here at Full HQ. It's a game, Matt. I know it's a game you've played. I'm sure it's some, is it something that you play from time to time. I don't know if I've actually played a game, but I always try to guess what the market caps of companies are before I look into the company, just yes. to get a sense of what I think the size is. Uh, if I think it's too big or too small or somewhere in between. That's so. right. So, market cap, let's make sure we define our terms because we have a lot of listeners who may not know what market capitalization is, but it is pretty much just whatever the share price of the company is times the number of shares. So, if a company is at $10 a share, if that's the cost of a single share of stock, $10 a share and it has a million shares out there, then 10 times a million is $10 million. That's a tiny, tiny... We would never even talk about that company on <laughs> Rule Breaker Investing. So, maybe a better example would be if the company was at $100 a share and it had 10 million shares. At that point, I think it's a billion-dollar company, and that might be more the range of the kinds of companies we talk about on Rule Breaker Investing. So, it's market capitalization. It's just the simple math, Matt, of... Share price times shares outstanding. That's right. And it's really just a way of thinking about the price tag of a company, like how much is that company worth? How much would it take to buy that company if I'm walking down the aisle at Walmart and public companies are on the shelves and I'm looking at the price tags and I have a sense 
of the relative price of this one versus that one. So Matt has bravely volunteered because he does not know the 10 companies, nor do you, dear listener, that I'm about to share with you. We're going to do this alphabetically, but I'm going to present the company name. Matt's going to cogitate briefly right along with you at home. Then he's going to say a number. And you win, Matt, and dear listeners, you win if you're within 20% of the actual market capitalization. So I'll give a quick example. If a company were at $4 billion, and somebody said three, they're at three, that would be a loss because three billion is not within 20% of four billion, right? I think 3.2 would need to have been the low. That's right. Maybe 4.8 at the high. So this is not an easy game necessarily. That's a quite kind of a tight band, actually. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, so 20% either way. And and we'll talk a little bit afterward about why to play this game and how we use this game. But without further ado. Let's play the game. All right, we've got 10 companies this week on the Market Cap Game Show. Alphabetically presented, company number one, Matt Argusinger, is the ticker symbol is ADBE. This company is Adobe Systems, oh, okay. Adobe Acrobat, Photoshop. Adobe. We know it. We love it. They moved to the cloud a few years ago. Um, it's been very successful for the company. Matt Argersinger, the the market cap of Adobe. Adobe. Wow. I've got the Final Jeopardy theme going in my head. Uh, I think Adobe is probably around $80 billion is what I'm thinking for Adobe. Maybe that's too small. I don't know. $80 billion. Excellent, Matt. Yep. The correct answer was $70 billion. And so you are within that $14 billion band either way. If you were anywhere at home, if you were anywhere from 56 to 84, you got this one right. All right. Matt, I have to say, because isn't it probably true that Alex Trebek, as he's playing the show, is probably slightly rooting against the players? Do you think he that seems that's like true? He is. He's got a little bit of a, almost like an evil persona, like, I know this. Why don't you know this? I mean, he's <laughs> the nicest guy, right? But it's kind of like, I think he kind of wants to stump people. And I have to admit, there was a little bit of me in that with Adobe because I figured that was a tough one. And you nailed it kind of right off. Well, you know, I, I, I think because when I was on Stock Advisor back in the day, and I remember you recommended Adobe. It was a lot. I want to say it was a twenty twenty five billion dollar company. I know it's had a really great run, uh, especially in the in the past few years. So I thought it was. I thought it was getting close to a hundred billion. That is awesome, and you're right. It's about a four bagger since the two thousand nine recommendation. Matt, what was your era at Motley Fool Stock Advisor? Do you remember roughly? It was uh, early two thousand eight to early two thousand ten. So roughly okay, two yeah. years. Yeah. So great job. Well done, and. Give yourself a point at home if you were 56 to 84 on Adobe. Now we're to company number two. Company number two, Matt, the ticker symbol is BIDU. This is Baidu, the Chinese search engine company, although kind of like an American search engine company. This company is about a lot more these days than a mere search engine. Baidu. Matt, what is Baidu's market cap within 20% either way? I think Baidu. Is roughly I looked at I just looked at this company a little while ago, but I know it had great earnings. I think it's around seventy-five billion. So it's actually I think it's close to Adobe, right around there. Outstanding oh. job, Matt. Once again, I realize now if at home you're already over two and Matt's already two up on you, give yourself a little bit of consolation because Matt, in his role 
and he has multiple roles here at The Fool, but within your supernova role, you do look over these companies from time to time, and in some cases have them in your portfolio. So you, you're not just picking numbers out of the air here. No, no. I, I and Baidu is one we own in one of our missions in Supernova, so it is a company I'm, I'm pretty familiar with. So the market so. cap of Baidu is seventy-eight billion dollars. Okay. So very, very, very similar to Adobe, just a little bit bigger. And so at home, if you're within sixty-two billion to ninety-four billion, give yourself a plus one. Matt, you're two for two. All right. Let's go to company number three. Company number three, well, it's had the best of times. It's also had the worst of times. The ticker symbol is CMG. The company is Chipotle Mexican Grill. Matt Argusinger, the market cap of Chipotle. I know it's been rough for Chipotle. Uh, I want to say, gosh, I think we're, I think we're sub ten billion. I think we're gonna, I'm gonna go with eight billion for Chipotle. Matt, congratulations. You got it. You were as low as you possibly could be and still be right. Well done. Chipotle's market cap, as we tape the show this week, is $10 billion. So, oh, gosh. $2 billion either way. Just on the lower 8 to end. 12, for those playing at home, 8 to 12 was the correct answer. Matt, you said 8. Good job. That, that's solid. Have you, have you eaten at Chipotle this summer? I have a couple times. A couple times. Do you have any reflections on either the quality of the experience that you had, how many people were around you as you ate at that Chipotle, and or the stock going forward? I uh, well, it's it's definitely I've seen certainly compared to earlier years, I've seen a lot less traffic, and so the lines at Chipotle that I used to experience several summers ago are not there anymore. But I still love the food. I have friends who go to Chipotle all the time. Uh, you know, I've I none of the things that have sort of Happened in the news or affecting my me too desire to go there. I still make it an appearance probably at least a couple times a month to Chipotle. Don't you think it's going to bounce back from here? I do, I totally think it is. I guess in your mind, it can go as low as eight billion before you're a buyer. <laughs> but it's yeah. at ten right now. I'm a buyer today. You know, if it gets to eight billion, I'm I'm a big time buyer. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm secretly rooting for that number. <laughs> okay, Matt. You know, you're going to make this game boring if you get everything right. So, if you just to make just to increase our ratings here for the Rule Breaker Investing Podcast, if you could blow it once or twice, that would be awesome. Sure. I'll, I'll work on All that. Right, good. Maybe you'll blow this next one. <laughs> Number 4. Matt, have you recently shopped at Etsy? Have you ever shopped at Etsy online? I have never shopped at Etsy. My wife though has. Okay. Yeah. But I've never looked at the stock or company, so this is... The ticker symbol is ETSY. After all, it's Etsy. Why wouldn't it be? Matt, what is Etsy's market cap within 20% either way? Oh, my goodness. Taking a total shot in the dark here, um, I'm going to say $5 billion. Well, Matt, you finally missed one. Etsy uh, is capped at $1.6 billion. Oh, wow. That's so, small. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know. So, kind of, you know, anybody who guessed 1.3 to 1.9, go ahead and give yourself a plus one. Matt finally missed one, but a significantly smaller company than you were thinking, Matt. You know, because I thought, I think the brand Etsy is as Bigger than you know, one point six billion. So that's interesting. I had yeah, no idea it, it was that small. It's one of those companies, and I, I like that you use that. And that's that's part of what we do when we play the market cap game. I think is that we're partly just asking ourselves, what is the value of a brand, or how well known is that company? And usually, if a brand is well known, we're going to bump up that market cap some because presumably it's more successful, it's a bigger presence because we know the brand. So I've always been interested in companies that have outsized brands and small market caps. I agree. And you are too. Do you have any other companies that come to mind right now that 
either in the past or present, might also have that same kind of dynamic of being much better known, but much smaller than we would have thought. Yeah, I mean, I think um, one surprising one to me, and I hope this isn't in the game, but um, I'm always surprised that Nike's not. Nike is still a sub $100 billion company, and I always think of Nike as it's been around for 40 years, and it seems like it's the biggest sport. It is the biggest sports apparel brand in, in the world, and I always thought, oh, this has got to be a, a big blue chip company, but it's actually not as big as I as, mm. I, as you think it is. Good. That one's not in the game, but if, okay. it, if it were, I would have struck it because we'd we'd have to have one you didn't <laughs> right. know. All right, Matt. Well, thanks for keeping everybody honest. Matt is at three. We move on to company number five. All right, company number five. The ticker symbol is IRBT. Matt, do you own a Roomba? I, I do own a Roomba, and I know about iRobot. That I is, love the company. That is pretty awesome. And I know you'd probably prefer to think right now about what the proper answer is, but I'm going to distract you, as sometimes <laughs> game show hosts do, by asking you a random question about yourself or this sort of thing. And um, What's your quick review of your Roomba? Would you are you a net promoter? Would you promote it to friends and family? Yes, I am a net promoter. You know, if if you're not if you're interested in doing a good job vacuuming, Roomba is fantastic. Now, if the relatives you haven't seen in ten years are coming over and you really want a spotless super right, every a great corner, job. great job, you still have to do a little work yourself. But hey, for every every week, every few day jobs, Roomba is fantastic. And iRobot stock has been really fantastic as well, especially recently. Um, does the Roomba truly? Do you keep it in a certain place and then it kind of wakes up and then starts moving out on its own and does its work and then goes back into where it sleeps like a doghouse? It, it does. So we have it in a closet, kind of an open closet, and it, the charger's in there and it finds its way back to the charger most of the time. Okay. Uh, sometimes it dies in the room, but most of the time it'll do its job, go right back, plug itself in, and it kind of just you can set it on a timer so it just automatically runs itself every day. Awesome. Matt Argusinger, the market capitalization. Of iRobot. I'm going to get this so wrong. Uh, I am going to say $3 billion for iRobot. And you nailed it. Oh, wow. Really well done. In fact, very, very close in this one. It is $2.8 billion. Oh, wow. All so, right. for company number five here, scoring yourself at home, if you were anywhere from $2.2 billion to $3.4 billion, with Matt, you get a plus one. All right, that's halftime. It's intermission. Matt, take a well-deserved breather. We'll come back with our final five very shortly. But first, support for Rule Breaker Investing comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Rocket Mortgage is simple. It allows you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com fool. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Matt, I've enjoyed some of your work on Motley Fool podcasts. You're certainly a regular on market foolery. If we even have regulars, or it seems like Chris, I don't even know how he picks it, but I I really enjoy it whenever you pop oh. up in market foolery. Thanks, David. I'm on roughly maybe once every other week. Okay, good. Some Fuller. motley fool money on the weekends sometimes. Usually, that's yeah, once every other week for that as well. Excellent. Is Chris Hill really as nice a guy off the set, behind the scenes, as he appears to be in front of the microphone? You know, it's interesting you said that, David. Uh, because no, no, no. He's <laughs> Chris is great. He's he's a great fool, and and just. The voice of of kind of the fool in the podcast, and I think he does a fantastic job. Yep, so. and as do you. And I'm really honored and delighted that you joined with me and played our game this week. 
So, speaking of the game, it's time to continue. We're now in the second half. We'll call this double market cap game. Double market cap. Everything. You know. No, we're not going to double numbers. Let's just keep playing. Number six, Matt. I doubt you did it for summer break, but have you gone skiing recently? I did go skiing back in late February. Wonderful. Where'd you go? Went out to a Snowbird in Utah. Alta Snowbird is kind of a dual mountain there. I don't believe Alta Snowbird is owned by Vail Mountain Resorts. It's one of the few that isn't. It is nowadays. a company, as you know, that has been kind of starting to roll up the industry, making acquisitions domestically. Even something like Stowe in Vermont is now owned by Vail Mountain Resorts, but also internationally with some Australian properties, looking some at Asia. It's a really, it's been a brilliantly managed company, absolutely, and, and a good stock. Matt, what is the market cap of Vail Resorts? The ticker symbol, by the way, is MTN. I bet a lot of us at home can spell that one out and understand where they're headed with that ticker symbol. MTN Vail Resorts. I'm going to say $10 billion. Matt Argusinger doing all of Fooldom proud once again. <laughs> Matt, yep. The market cap for Vail Resorts is $8.5 billion. Okay. So, for those listening and playing along at home, if you were anywhere between $6.8 billion with your guess and $10.2 billion on the upside, you get it right as well. Now, I have to admit, we're not using what many game shows have a much bigger budget for, things like scoreboards or, you know, there's no real glitz to this. I think you've gotten five of six. Am I right? I think that's right. So, Matt, plus five so far, remarkable. I don't even know if my other four are going to be hard for you. We're going to see. And don't forget, the two hashtags are I beat Matt, I lost to Matt. I have a feeling there's going to be a fair amount of lost to Matt. And by the way, you're on your honor, right? You're self scoring. We want the truth. Company number seven. Matt, have you traded stocks recently? I have. Yeah. Do you, are you are you kind of somebody who um, has a regular plan? Do you dollar cost average, or do you kind of lump things up and a few times a year make buys and sells? I know you're a stock market purchaser. You might own some funds too. But what's your general approach? How do you roll with trading? Trading, yeah, it's it's roughly roughly three or four times a year. I kind of get together a lump of savings and I kind of buy a bunch of stuff that I've been meaning to buy. And so I kind of accumulate a group, a group of tickers that I want to own. And then, yeah, every few months, maybe I'll get down and finally and buy I them. And I kind of do the same thing. And these last few years with the market as strong as it's been, it's kind of tough, right? If you sit there for a few months, finally have your lump, oh. you're like, do I still want this? Because it's up 30% above where I had it. I try not to anchor like that, but you know, it's hard sometimes because you look at the price. I could have bought this six months ago, especially this year. It just seems every every company I love, and I'm sure a lot of companies that you love, are great just year. on fire. They are. So. And, you know, we love that. And obviously, it could all sell off in the fall. We'll see. But, um, but, I'm glad that you're not wanting to anchor, and we talk obviously a lot about that, not just on this podcast, but across any Motley Fool premium service, making sure we're all investing for the only portion of time that matters, which is what comes next, which is the the future. What just happened last week or last month really doesn't matter much. It's really about what comes next, and not worrying about where things have been is one of the better ways to be an effective, I think, market beater. All right, Matt, so I was talking about trading stocks because I'm sure a lot of Rule Breaker investor listeners know this, but some might be surprised. NASDAQ itself mm. is a public company. The NASDAQ, which, by the way, these days, a significant portion of NASDAQ's business is helping run other worldwide stock markets, providing the tools, the technology for smaller exchanges to be effective and, 
and be transparent and fair. And so that's a big part of its business. This has been another good company, good stock, uh, a brand name a lot of people know, but not maybe as many of us think of it as a stock. But you know it is, and I know it is. And Matt, right. what is Nasdaq's? Market cap. Oh man! Again, this is not the market cap of all the companies on the Nasdaq. That's a much <laughs> oh. larger number. This is just Nasdaq Inc. ticker symbol NDAQ. What is its market cap? I got a feeling I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to say for some reason 40 billion is popping into my head. Matt, you finally got one dramatically wrong. <laughs> okay, and I, I gotta I could... say, please show your human. I appreciate that. Again, nothing was premeditated here. In fact, I I asked Matt would he do the show about ten minutes before we started. So not only did he not know the company's head of time, he didn't even know what we were gonna be doing, but he came in and played, and frankly, he's been acing things. But Matt, Nasdaq's market cap is twelve billion dollars. Oh my gosh, way off, way off. That, so, and that's a situation where I really thought if you I thought the brand Nasdaq was just much larger than that. Yeah, and so I guess what that means is, are you a little bit more bullish now on Nasdaq than I, you were before this podcast? I think I might be. Twelve billion seems small relative to what Nasdaq does and what it provides, and you know, just just how useful it is uh, for investors. I agree, and I think that's one of the reasons to play the market cap game is. Often our perceptions, if they're dramatically off, if you if you find you're much much higher than the actual number, to me anyway, that that's a reason to investigate that company. And on the other hand, if you're the other way, if it's way way higher than you thought it was, maybe you don't want to add to that position, or maybe you want to consider shaving that position down to invest elsewhere. So yeah, Nasdaq is at right about 12 billion. So we'll just round it off and say that if you at home came up with a number anywhere from nine and a half billion. To fourteen and a half billion. Go ahead and give yourself a plus one, Matt. Good job. We got three left. All right. You're five of seven. You've been not only an excellent player but a good sport. Okay, company number eight, Matt. This is a company whose longtime tagline has been all the news that's fit to print. The ticker symbol is NYT, and we're talking about the New York Times company. Matt Argusinger, what is the market cap of the New York Times? Now here's a situation where I definitely think it's. It's big, or it's it's bigger, but it's it's probably. Small. I'm gonna say nine billion, and it is much smaller. Oh boy! It is. In fact, the New York Times company today is capitalized at three billion dollars. Oh my gosh! Which means that if at home you said anywhere from two point four to three point six, go ahead and give yourself. I bet. I bet that was a really tough one. I'm thinking a lot of us missed number eight. I was I was anywhere from I, I, I was as low as five to twenty, so I thought somewhere in there. Awesome. Well, we're gonna start running out of time if I don't speed it up here. So let's go right to number nine, Matt. Game face. Let's refocus here. We've got a tough couple there. <clears throat> tough couple. So this next one, I'm guessing you've sampled the product not just multiple times this year, but I'm gonna guess for more than a decade. I don't know how much of a Starbucks junkie you are or are not. Pretty big. Pretty okay, big. At least, pretty at least big. once, maybe twice a week. And and pretty big is a good phrase, Matt, because the market cap of Starbucks is likely pretty big. I have to admit, like all of these, as I selected these companies, I just thought, what are fun companies to talk about? I intentionally did not look at the numbers myself. So I don't know how I do with this one, but as Alex Trebek, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> That's right. So, Matt, what is the market cap? Matt and every rule breaker listening at home and playing along, what is the market cap within 20% either way of Starbucks? If I get this wrong, I'm going to be mad because I look at this company a lot. I'm going to say it's $85 billion, thereabouts. Nailed it. In fact, very, very close given the size of these numbers, $81 billion. Okay. Matt, okay. is this a company that you are, I know we don't talk ahead of time about actions we might take in our portfolios uh, that we manage, 
premium portfolios here for Motley Fool members. But how about the Argus Singer personal portfolio? Is this a stock that you own? Big position. Uh, in, in fact, uh, my wife, one of her IRA accounts, it's the entire account, just to give you an idea. We, we love the company. And, uh, I, and I have to say, after the sell-off after earnings, a little more interested in maybe buying more. So. Is Gene a former Starbucks employee? No, no. I we just we just like the company a lot. So I think it's a big Howard Schultz fans, even though he's the chairman now. But yep. so just wanted to make that a big part of our own personal uh, investment. Tremendous. So we'll just round the numbers off here a little bit. If you were anywhere from let's say sixty-five billion to ninety-seven billion, you got it right, right along with Matt. And that brings us to our final company of the Market Cap Game Show, which I've certainly had a lot of fun with. Maybe we should do this again sometime, Matt. Thanks a lot for playing. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about one of the more outspoken CEOs and one of the more in-your-face brands that you see advertised quite frequently these days in America, because they're competing in a big space with companies like Verizon hmm. and AT&T. And you might know that I'm talking about T-Mobile. T-Mobile with that pink branding, John Legere, the CEO. We're talking about a company that's been a major success here in the last couple of years, and one that we have had for Motley Fool Stock Advisor members. And I hope I'm speaking to some of you happily at home. Maybe you own ticker symbol TMUS. This is always the company much smaller than Verizon and AT&T, but grabbing market share from these companies constantly. Matt Argusinger and everyone at home, the market cap for TMUS T-Mobile. Tough one. Uh, I I've never looked at the company. I'm gonna say fifteen billion. Matt, you did not save your best for last. Oh. But that's okay because you got so many others right. And this is another tough one. In fact, when the numbers start getting big, I think the game kind of gets gets hard too. It's hard to really put our finger on how large a company like this is. Fifty three billion. No kidding. Is the market wow. cap for T-Mobile? And so, okay. just keeping it simple here, players at home. If you were anywhere within, let's just say, 11 either way. So, anywhere from 42 to 64, go ahead and give yourself a point. And if you did, on that one anyway, hashtag IBeatMatt. But, Matt, if I've done my math correctly, you got, for the whole half hour we spent together, 6 out of 10 right playing the market cap game. Matt, congratulations. Oh, thanks, David. Great job. And Good thanks times. For, thanks for playing along. Let's each close with one quick reflection or lesson about what we learned this week, or the market cap game in general. Well, I think something you said earlier about just our perception about how big something is. Uh, you know, when you think about a brand, when you think about how you interact with it, a product or service in your everyday life, and you think it's oh, it's this massive thing, but then you might look at the market cap and say, gosh, this is still a small company. So Etsy, for example, really surprised me. I thought I just figured that was a lot bigger. I know I know the brand. My wife uses it. I know family members that use it. Yet it's a very it's a tiny company relative to a lot of the companies we look at. So that has me intrigued, and I think that's a good approach. So for a investors. great reason to play the market cap game is don't look at the market cap first yourself, and then ask yourself, and then see why are you off if you are off, and what you can learn from that. And I really appreciate that point, Matt. And I'll just throw in one additional point, which is that you know, in my experience, a lot of people who don't really know the stock market think that the price per share of a stock shows the size of it. So if a stock if one stock is trading at $737 a share and another stock is trading at $73.70 a share, a lot of people who don't really understand just think that that other one, the one that's 10 times larger, is a much, much bigger company. Now, it might be, but there's no guarantee. In fact, 
the only purpose in a price per share is just as a function of how many shares there are. And it's the math. It's knowing both of those variables and, and multiplying right. them together, as you well know, that gives us the truth. So, for a lot of people, I think the market cap game, maybe playing with your kids or friends who don't know this that well, will open their eyes to realize price per share of stocks doesn't really matter or mean anything at all, especially if you don't know how many shares are out there. Whereas, understanding the relative sizes of things is a great way to start thinking about what could multiply into a 10-bagger one day, and what might be just too big at this point. Start thinking about the future and which stocks you want to own. Matt Argusinger, thank you very much for joining me. Oh, Thank you, David. And Rule Breaker Investing listeners everywhere, thank you for playing along. Don't forget, the hashtag is IBeatMatt. <laughs> I lost to Matt. Matt was not prepared for that, either. <laughs> if we see that on Twitter, you know it's going to bring a smile to our faces. Have a lot of fun this week. We'll talk to you next week. Full on. As always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Learn more about Rule Breaker Investing at rbi.fool.com.